Hi, and welcome to On Manorama's special discussion on the Union Budget 2021. Today, we'll be discussing the budgetary allocations towards two sectors, one agriculture and two education. Agriculture has gained prominence primarily because of, you know, the farm laws, which have been uh, controversial in nature. And education has gained importance due to the national education policy, which was introduced last year. So uh, to discuss these issues, uh, we have with us Benston John, Assistant Professor in Economics at St. Stephen's College, Delhi. Thank you, Benston, for joining us today. So moving on to our first question, uh, we know for a fact that, you know, agriculture employs about uh, more than 50% of the workforce in this country. So how do you think the budgetary allocation um, has been for the field in general, uh, you know, considering this fact? Yeah, so when it comes to the agricultural sector, um, a lot of people were maybe hoping that this would give greater clarity and settle certain issues. Um, and But I would say we would be quite wrong to uh, sort of expect a budget to settle like the farmer protest or the concerns there. Uh, there's a huge uh, uh, sort of distrust uh, that had built up and the way the whole procedure sort of went about in terms of how the laws were uh, sort of proposed, passed and passed on. Uh, so that uh, was not going to sort of go away with a budget. Um, so that's one thing that we have to be very clear about because I wasn't expecting uh, that the budget is uh, or should aim to sort of settle this. Um, but when, having said that, I would agree that uh, there's been some good news and maybe that good news has also come about only because of the protest. Uh, so that kind of a focus, at least in terms of we look at maybe relative time and everything that was uh, allotted to issues in the budget speech. Uh, that's what we have right in front of us, not like detailed roadmaps at this stage. Uh, there was some focus that was given on um, how minimum support prices have indeed benefited farmers over the years in terms of how much was transferred from the government to the farmers, which makes it even more important, uh, uh, that, which makes it very clear how much uh, minimum support prices are important to farmers. Uh, and that's why like a lot of people are, are very keen that this doesn't go away. So in terms of uh, uh, bringing back some focus on the minimum support price and also uh, uh, there was some focus also on the APMCs, right? So uh, I think the protest actually helped bring back this focus in the budget speech. Um, and uh, for me, this, this it's, it's a mixed sort of uh, a feeling because I don't see a good roadmap in terms of uh, the improvement of some of the core issues uh, with respect to infrastructure of the APMCs, etc., going forward. Uh, but I think the focus, the little focus also that was there is as a result, all of us know, because of the, the protest. So I, I, I feel there's this sort of a mixed pack there, uh, especially given, given COVID, etc. I would have expected a little more clarity in terms of uh, the agriculture sector, which is one sector which has managed to absorb a lot of the migrant flow and key people in the villages. So I would have expected a little more clarity there, but uh, I, I'm still happy with uh, a little bit of a good news coming in. When the government enacted, uh, you know, the, farm, the new farm laws, one of the primary concerns raised uh, by the farmers was an assurance from the government that the minimum support price would be continued. So uh, how do you think the government addresses this factor in this time's budget? Um, do you think it will be continued? And uh, what do you think the need for the same is? Yeah, I think for the government to yeah. address the issue, there is no way other than sitting down with farmers, talking, building trust, 
and uh, uh, meeting them maybe maybe midway uh, uh, one will have to one will have to consider but maybe a lot of giving up on the part of the government there's there's no other way Let, let's be very clear because again it's not uh, a budget uh, was is not supposed to solve that because this is a very serious issue so i don't think we should have expected the budget to solve uh, this issue as you said over here uh what what is needed is uh an a good road map one should be able to sort of see how policies are going to be sort of uh, uh, are going to work out on the ground uh and if you look at uh, india at least in the last few years a lot of a big changes have happened outside of the budget so if you look at the corporate tax uh, uh, reform for example that was undertaken it was in in a september if i remember so well after the sort of the budget so which clearly tells us how important trust is right so yeah now you can say how a minimum support price have worked over the years uh, but then there is a the question that uh, there is a, a certain law there are apprehensions here so things have to be written things have to be very clear in front of the protesting farmers about how the guarantees would be met and how things are going to go forward with so right. that that i think especially the way things have worked in india um, uh, there are things and economic policy making can be can be like that also we don't have to sort of things change we'll have to come up with something um, uh, and so not everything be conveyed in a budget uh, but that that's that that's the point that we understand but we have to be clear about a, a road map that you have to present to farmers which i think has to be more than a budget speech we'll have to wait for more details we'll have to uh, uh, wait for how the apmcs etc are going to be enhanced and their infrastructure etc or how msp a guarantee that this will go on will have to be a lot more than a budget speech india's economy largely comprises of small and marginal farmers so uh, they do not have too much of disposable income at their ha- hands and uh, they rely on credit facility for most of their needs when it comes to agriculture so uh, how do you think uh, you know this times budget uh, addresses this aspect and um, you know this aspect yeah so the budget certainly proposes uh, an increased uh, target uh the budget acknowledges the importance of loans uh, agriculture is also very seasonal uh so incomes come later on expenditures have to be incurred right at the beginning so loans or credit becomes extremely important and especially when you as you rightly said you have small and marginal landholders farmers who don't really have much else to draw from um here i think uh, a, a way forward would be Uh, because at the end of the day there, there is a lender deciding whether to give money to a borrower or not right um, so we have to discuss uh, a lot of banking sector reforms also because how banks decide to give loans is a question that uh, uh, the policy maker sitting really far off from the ground level cannot always control uh he can control it through smart sort of uh, uh, targets or incentive mechanisms that are going to be there so we have to understand that there is a borrower and there's a lender and the lender has to decide whether to give money to a borrower or not small and marginal landholders as it is very clear are not very attractive options sometimes for these these lenders so we have to uh, uh, do this along with smart banking sector reforms which can get rid of maybe that kind of discretion that lenders uh, or bank managers and st- uh, people still have um, and i think i think a, a good way to take care of both the interest of the lender and the borrower would be to smartly use uh, farmer cooperatives and self help groups 
because you you may not want to give out loan to a, a really small uh, landholder farmer but as a group uh, and as a cooperative like this could be an, an attractive option even for a lender yeah having said that uh, the government has provided around rupees 16.5 lakh crore uh, as agrarian credit for the farmers uh, this is compared to around 15 lakh crores last year uh but however we have inflation uh, to take into account for uh inflation has been above 6% for most of the months last year except in december so this would mean that you know in real terms uh, this fund may be inadequate so uh, do you think the rural credit facility which is extended by the government is inadequate when we take into account for inflation and what is your take on the subject uh i think i think it will fall a little inadequate and if you add to this uh covid issue uh, covid related uncertainties uh income uh, shocks that people have suffered migrants have returned right. more people to take care of in your homes in your village um the need for loans would be a lot more um and um there there's going to be a lot more people dependent on agriculture and especially if you look at uh, figures that are coming in about the mnrega scheme and people who are opting in so that's a good signal of rural distress like right? the more the number of people who are opting for this and we we clearly see that that has been going up uh, which means people haven't managed to get back to the cities so there're going to be more people in the villages which makes it even more important to take care of agriculture uh, especially uh, uh, the fact that uh, there're going to be a lot of other expenses now on these rural families there're just more people to take care of so living expenses anyways are, as you rightly said are going up and there is an increased load on all these agricultural households because of a lot of people returning from from cities and these people will all have to be accommodated sort of over here uh, it does provide increased labor that's what maybe a lot of people would point out uh, but there are going to be household living expenses which are going to go up uh, which may uh, uh, mean the farmer may want to take a little more risk um so maybe more more credit is certainly what we need so all these effects point in one direction that the need for loans are certainly something that's going to go up and this increase from 15 to 16.5 looks looks inadequate the new farm law uh, allows farmers to sell their produce outside uh, the apmcs so uh, do you think that you know apmcs are called for the near future of indian agriculture and uh, although the government has you know set aside a, a, a fund uh, for apmcs uh, it is you know it's planning to um, set up around 1000 apmcs uh, you know in the next fiscal so do you think this is sufficient and uh, do you think apmcs are required for in the near future no i think uh, one will have to look at maybe an immediate future first uh, i th- and given the nature of indian agriculture the uncertainties involved uh, the lack of infrastructure um, farmers are, face a lot of uncertainty so insurance becomes very important whether it is an apmc or an msp these serves as good insurance mechanism so we we not really talking about a, a perfectly uh, competitive market uh, in india like uh, and trying to get something like that going without a, a, we cannot talk about something like that without a lot of background infrastructure investment um, which is slow which has not been happening uh, which so for me personally uh, i see a role for the apmcs even into uh, an immediate sort of future uh that said um uh, we we see that uh, there is a focus on raising uh, uh funds to take care of infrastructure of the apmcs which i think is a move in the right direction 
um, and uh, funds would be provided to states and states will have to say, take care of APMCs, which is the other thing that, that any policy on agriculture will have to take care of, which is to bring the states together, give them the incentive to, to invest in agriculture and in the APMCs, etc. Um, so I think one will have to wait for the finer details, but this I think is a policy in the right direction that uh, especially if you have your APMCs, better infrastructure, storage facilities, uh, uh, etc., that's that's going to be something that that can be beneficial not just for uh, uh, the farmer right there but for food supply at later on stages helping us bring down inflation and urban cost of living also so all of us should be sort of looking forward to something like that happening that food can be procured easily stored easily and uh, transferred to other consumers at lower prices for the time being and for the immediate future i think apmcs have to play an important role in india this brings us to the last question in the field of agriculture. Agriculture, uh, as opposed to other sectors, grew by around 3.4% uh, in the last fiscal. So, uh, do you think the farmer protests uh, have affected, uh, you know, the agricultural produce and the sector in general? Um, and do you think, uh, you know, our food security is likely to take a hit uh, by, uh, you know, due to these protests? And what can be the way forward for Indian agriculture? when it comes to uh, this perspective? So I think uh, uh, it's it's a very tricky situation uh, for the government, yeah. for everyone involved. Uh, farmers uh, also, it's like, uh, it's tricky because they are here in the, in the, in the city. Um, things have to uh, restart back in the agricultural fields. Yes, they do have people back there. Uh, so that, I think, I think that, kind of uh, planning and management that has gone into the movement is, is incredible. So I, I, I don't see, uh, 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 at least if, even if I think they can, they can survive for a little more time without not much of a loss in agricultural incomes and, and output. Uh, that's the kind of planning that has certainly gone into the movement with people out there in the fields and uh, with the seasonality helping them with the crops and, and the harvest and everything. They planned it sort of pretty well um, and with people. So, uh, but what can, what, can, what can be tricky is, is how the government looks at it now. So does the government uh, sort of also want to uh, wait and see who blinks first and sort of uh, wait for the farmers to do that, uh, and I, which is going to be then costly, uh, not just for farmers and the government, but it will pass on to us as urban consumers uh, of, of food because there are going to be, these supply chains are going to be hit in terms of procuring food and delivering it to us. Stocks are there. It's going to help us in, in sort of some, uh, for some time. But uh, I feel I feel the longer the movement uh, is going to be held and it's, it's going to continue, uh, there'll be a greater overall loss, uh, not just for, for farmers, uh, but, for, but for everyone. With this, uh, we come to the end of today's discussion. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Benston. And uh, we're really grateful and we had a great time having you here.